Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the Balance Swan podcast. Welcome to the fam. Today, we have a conversation with the incredible Britt Johnson. I had a session with her back in May. And when we had this session, I was like, you have to come on the podcast. You are amazing. You are so powerful. There is no one that I've ever talked to like you before, no one that I've ever met like you before, and I had to share her with you guys. So she is an evolutionary astrologer, a cosmic mapping creator, an ancestral womb healing and plant medicine guide, and she is also a practitioner of German New Medicine. So I became obsessed with German New Medicine earlier this year after, you guessed it, so many of you guys told me, you've got to check this out for healing, for chronic illness, for autoimmune conditions. It just really syncs up with the way that I view illness in the body and how everything is working in our favor to heal us. So I had someone recommend Brit to me and she said, if you haven't tried German New Medicine, this is the person that you have to talk to. She's also an amazing evolutionary astrologer, which means she looks at your chart to honestly look at your blueprint through lifetimes to uncover your karma, your relationships, desires, your overall passions in this life, astrological wisdom, metaphysical anatomy, medical astrology. She'll talk about your family. I mean, she's also very, very intuitive, which you will see in this conversation. And because she is also a mother and she's about, I think like six years older than me, I just feel so safe in her presence. I feel like she is a mirror to me. We're all mirrors to each other. She's such a mentor to me. I definitely want to do some deeper work with her soon and keep learning from her. But I have no doubt that so many of you who listen to this conversation will want to start working with her or at least check out her programs, her Instagram, She's a portal in and of herself, and I'm very, very grateful to have had this conversation with her. It was very conversational. It was very raw and vulnerable. When I listened back, I couldn't believe some of the things that I talked about and brought up. We talked about trauma from plant medicine ceremonies. We, of course, talked about astrology, German new medicine, motherhood, um, birthing. She's also a doula. 
we just got into it, you guys. So this is just all the conversations and topics that we love on this show wrapped into one. I know that you're going to love it. And I also wanted to do a special kind of giveaway this week. If you share on your stories that you're listening to the Balanced Fawn podcast and you tag me and you tag TBB podcast, I will repost you and I will enter you to win this week's big wellness giveaway. We are giving away so many of the brands that I absolutely love. It's a super special box of wellness products, spiritual products, skincare, um, greens, powders, superfoods, all the things. So all you have to do to enter is tag us on your Instagram stories. Tell us that you're listening. And if you want a bonus point, then you can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. And with that, let's get into this conversation with Britt Johnson. Well, my son is December 21st. Okay. He's three hours away from being a Capricorn. Yeah, he's... He's very cuspy. Solstice. With a Scorpio rising. My son's Scorpio rising. Really? Yep. And the Libra moon. He has such a good chart. He has got the most calm energy, and he has to tell me to simmer the fuck down. Mm -hmm. He'll be like, it's not that serious. Mm -hmm. You need to calm down. I'll get all fiery. He hasn't come into his fire. Mm -hmm. Oh, he sounds amazing. You guys he, are so cute. I see you on your Instagram. Yeah, but he's, you know, going to be 15 this year. And so he's very much separated from me and yeah. his own person now. And it's it's a lot of grief. Oh, my God. I, I'm sure. <laughs> and you had him young. 22. Right? 22. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I have to come to you for all the boy mom stuff. <laughs> you do. Because part of why I had an emotional night last night is because my son, Atticus, fell off of my bed, basically on my watch. I'm like, maybe I can run for one second, literally one second into the bathroom. He's sitting still. He's been sitting still for 30 minutes. He's kind of under the weather. He's never still, but he's like sitting still. And the second that I turn around, he's like face planted into all of my computer chargers and stuff. And yeah, he got a little banged up. And it was just very, I felt so guilty mm-hmm. and I feel so guilty right now. And there's been other stuff going on and I've just been really emotional. And is this normal as a boy mom? Do I have to get used to this? Yes, okay. you do. And I'll send you this poem. I'll find it. But there was this woman who wrote this poem of what it's like to be the mother of a son. And you might want to wait to read it because it'll knock you Oh, I need to wait. I've been crying all day. But she was talking about how it's like going through a breakup over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Because once you get used to that one version, you don't even know that it's leaving and it's gone. And they're a totally different version, you know. And we do our job well, though, by raising boys if we get to a place where they no longer want to cuddle with us and they no longer want to be But then that's like, wait, hold on. We were just like watching a movie, cuddling on the couch, and now you don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. But we don't want them to do that because we want them to like go off. I know. (laughs) I'm like, do I want him to do that for his whole life? Yes. But no, I mean, he's one and a half. So all I can imagine is like, I don't ever want that to go away. I know. But of course, when he's an adult man, I want him to be thriving and independent and 
to have this healthy bond Mm -hmm. that I can really hold in my mind's eye. I want to talk to you all about the mother stuff. But before we do, let's introduce you to the Soul on Fire audience. You came in from Oklahoma to do this podcast and I'm honored. I'm just so happy to see you in person. I had an incredible reading with you. Like how long ago was that? A couple months? Yeah. We did. Yeah. Evolutionary astrology, cosmic mapping, German new medicine. Mm -hmm. It has become an obsession Mm -hmm. of mine. And here you are now. So tell us about you. I'm really excited to be here and be in this space. Thank you for inviting me. I feel very grateful today and also very emotional as well, but just like gratitude. Um, So I grew up in Oklahoma and I grew up in the city and on the farm with my grandparents. So I have that duality that I really love. Now I'm going back to five acres on land where I'm going to create intimate retreats. I do retreats around the country. There's three scheduled for this year. And astrology, evolutionary astrology. So it's not bound by time and space that we're here having a human incarnation with dharma and karma and we meet people like you and I, which totally know we've we've done this before. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And it's psychology, you know, it's the psyche of the human and all the many different personas that we are. But the charts based on, you know, we're born, we sit up, we crawl, we talk, we walk. We have these evolutionary processes, but it's also not linear. So we go back to certain places. So we get to see in the chart, okay, like I have a heavy first, second, third house. I'm here to really focus on I am, I value, I communicate. Mm-hmm. And so we get to see those evolutionary processes in human beings. I work primarily with women on the womb. I'm a birth worker as well, holistic birth worker. Just all of the pain and the trauma that we store in that space. And of course, the throat. Mm-hmm. And so I've had to have my own experiences with my thyroid and my speaking and my throat and my chirons and Gemini. And so it's been a journey, but it all led me to now being of service and doing the work that mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. We have so much to dig into there. <laughs> I'm like evolutionary astrology, thyroid, like I want to talk about all of it. And I remember when we had our session you pointed something out about my throat chakra and my voice and kind of this trying to drop it deeper, (laughs) (laughs) which I've been trying to do forever. And I listened to episode 11 of my podcast the other day with my husband. So this was in 2016. Mm. I sounded like a pipsqueak. I, (laughs) I sounded like a baby, but I was, I was young. I wasn't a mother yet. Like hormonal changes have happened But it really spoke to me when you mentioned that. And I feel everything is so connected. The throat, the womb, our pelvic floor, you know, having given birth and Mm -hmm. this whole channel all the way up to the crown chakra and beyond. So yes, listeners, we're we're going right it. We're we're (laughs) like getting into it immediately. But I want to hear a little more about that because I know that you had thyroid cancer Mm -hmm. in 2011 Mm -hmm. you were diagnosed and you're healthy now and you're a healer now. So tell us a little bit about that journey. Well, of course it began in my childhood and with my father and 
the way that he dealt with anger and emotion and very on edge in the household. My parents were split since I was three, but when I would see him at my grandparents, it was, you never knew if he was just going to flip the switch. And so I think that a lot of people, including myself, would call themselves an empath because of that, because we, in going in different environments, we had to gauge the environment. So it was like, being on edge and feeling out everyone in the room. Like, when is my dad going to, you know, lose his shit and start yelling and screaming and punching mm-hmm. things? And so I became the peacekeeper and labor rising. My fire would come out, but it wasn't, there was no boundary there because I didn't know what boundaries were. And so I just knew that I had to manage the chaos in some way. And so... I shut down and I shut down. And then, of course, in high school, I picked a relationship that was very trauma bond at 15, which is my son's father. So I've known him since I was 15 and so much healing work done around that. But allowing for abuse and same thing, Mm -hmm. you know, but that became so, so codependent. And that codependency and the theme of aloneness, those are my really soul themes here to learn that, well, we're never alone. So over time, because a lot of times that buildup happens over a decade or more, and over time that suppression of my voice and the shame and holding that in absolutely built up. And then I just had this really, it was first small nodule come on my throat that was, you could see it. And then it got bigger and bigger, quicker over a year. And so I had a biopsy done and they were like, oh, you know, it's benign. Well, there's like a 10% chance for, you know, that to come up wrong. And I looked at the person. I was like, nope, that's not right. Really? I knew it. I just knew it. But I, I just, I was so calm. I was, you know, somewhat not in my body at that time in my life. My son was born in 08. So I'd had, I had a young son at the time and I just knew it. And my form of the healing process, because I didn't know what I know now, you know, no, not in this world at all, not the metaphysics, not the holistic, but I will say my mom's an astrologer and has been since my whole life. So I grew up going to spirit fairs and all that. I just didn't get into it. But my option I knew at the time was removal. Like it it just came up and I just knew that's what I needed to do. To remove your thyroid. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, there was no other option. But I didn't know any other options. Mm-hmm. So this is where a lot of forgiveness and understanding our path is unique. So I had it removed in 2011. And when they removed it, you know, they do all the biopsy then. And so it was the first and the second stage of thyroid cancer. So it had come up benign and it wasn't. Oh, my God. And you knew. I knew. I knew it because I knew that the lifestyle I had chosen And the relationship I was in and the suppression that I had done. And I just kept thinking, like, there's something more, you know. I would go hide and cry in my closet and yearn for community and for a partnership that actually saw me. And I just suppressed it and suppressed it. And so I had it removed. And when I did, I knew. I was like, "This this is the rock bottom. And so not very long after that, I left that relationship and became a single mother and That's what began this whole journey then of now serving others and starting to get into my dharma and my gifts. Wow. So out of curiosity, what would you do now with the thyroid? Would you still have it removed knowing everything that you know now? 
Probably not. What would you do? I always say this as a joke, but I'm not. I was like, if I would go into the jungle and plant medicines would be you know, involved because I hold space for plant medicine. And I would go back to the earth and whatever would arrive in that way, whether it's going to indigenous cultures and saying, here I am, mm-hmm. you know, and, and giving forward to that. But it's, it's lifestyle change, you know, and it's eating. I didn't eat well. It's the life that I chose in friendships and relationship. And so that was, that would completely have to alter overnight. I mean, it has to. You know, mm-hmm. and I talk to women all the time and that are having issues either with, you know, cysts and endometriosis, you know, things like that. And, and it goes to the relationships we have. Mm-hmm. And it's big, big, hard decisions of who gets to stay and, and where you are staying, whether it's the job or the people that yeah. you're around. So, yeah, I would do that first and then watch it and see what happened. But I've seen I've seen women heal the thyroid. I've seen women heal Hashimoto's, of course. I've seen women heal giant fibroids the size of grapefruits. I need, <laughs> I needed to know you five years ago before I had a fibroid removed the size of a grapefruit. Mm. Exactly. That's why I'm smiling because I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I, see, I see myself in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Very traumatic surgery, by the way. Very intense. I needed, I had that feeling that you had about your thyroid Five years ago, I have to get this fibroid removed, even though it's benign and it's not a tumor and all that. I just knew Mm -hmm. for the future goals of fertility and health, it had to come out. And it it did. It did have to come out. But it was a rough time. Yeah. In many ways, I feel like I'm still healing. And that was in 2018. So I had a C-section without having a baby. That's kind of how it was. Mm -hmm. And then that's made the birth journeys now like with my son and I want to have more kids a little more complex I mean I know you I know (laughs) you remind me of my doula and she never thought my situation was high risk Mm -hmm. I'm sure you would agree Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't want to put words in your mouth I just bring this up for all the other women listening because very often we're told you know we're high risk because of this or that you're the perfect person to talk to about this. Mm-hmm. What kind of birth space do you hold? Are you a doula? Mm-hmm. You're a doula. Yeah, doula. Physiological birthing. Mm-hmm. So a healthy woman doing her work mentally, emotionally, physically, lifestyle-wise can naturally have a child. You know, we've been doing it for thousands of years. And the body knows what to do. The uterus contracts. You don't tell it to do that. It's not mind. It's the body, you know? Mm-hmm. So... My teacher, very, very chi woman, her name is Wapio. A lot of people know her in the world. Uh, the Matrona is her format. And yeah, we just go back to trusting our body and what it's capable of doing. And just like when we have a fever, mm-hmm. you know, the body is heating up. We need that to not be suppressed. We don't want to hurry up and get rid of a fever. You know, it's why we vomit and all these things. You know, the body is a brilliant, brilliant being. We're along for the ride with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So in birth, the environment 100% makes or breaks. The people there, you know, the ones that are supportive of the decisions that you're making, huge. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now that I've had one experience, I 
know what to do next time to make it a little less chaotic as I drank castor oil and yeah. put myself into death. Like I thought I was dying. I was convinced I was dying. It was more trippy than any plant medicine experience I've ever had, which brings me to my next because or else I'll go on about birth for like 30 minutes, mm-hmm. but I have so much other stuff to talk to you about today. You hold space for plant medicine. Mm-hmm. And when we spoke and we did my session, I'm just going to get really vulnerable here and really tell the audience kind of what was going on with me, which they kind of know that I did the successions of ketamine therapy in November of last year. And it was tough. I think it's a beautiful medicine. And I think the people who I was with, I trust them a lot, but I am a very highly sensitive person. And that doesn't even begin to cut it. I am a star seed. (laughs) I am not from here. It was too much for my body to hold. It was too much for my aura to hold. Mm. I had negative entities attached to me for several months. I was reprocessing childhood traumas. I was recalling memories, repressed memories that I didn't know happened that were sexual in nature. Terrifying. And I was in a loop for like six months. And then I spoke to you and you told me for sensitive people and for many people that's too much. I mean, that's too, too much. Of course, there's every opinion out there. I respect them all. That's kind of what this podcast is about. I would love to know your opinion and, you know, what you told me for anyone else who might be going through some psychedelic trauma. All right, we are going to talk about hair thinning. I hear from so many women, especially postpartum, but women of all ages and all different walks of life that tell me that their hair is thinning and it's making them depressed and they want to know what to do. So did you know that hair thinning happens to approximately one in every two women? That is so many. If you are among them, know that you're not alone. Hair thinning is normal and Nutrafol helps women to get their thick, healthy hair back and address it with science-backed supplements. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength from postpartum to menopause. And no matter what stage of life you're in, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. Each one is physician formulated using a drug-free science-backed ingredient so that you can get the best results. So of course it is TBB approved. They support healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root cause. We are all about the root cause. So it can be stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, metabolism, and they will look at your whole body health. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code BALANCED. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com. N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code BALANCED. That is Nutrafol.com slash BALANCED. 
Okay, so you guys know I am a meal delivery service girl, especially ever since I've become a mom. So today we're going to talk about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And find out why it is America's number one meal kit. So right now in our fridge, we have a bunch of different family kits from them. We have a Thai chicken, which is so good. That's what I'm going to make tonight. We have a couple of vegetarian dishes, and what I love is no matter what type of way that you eat, you can choose your HelloFresh category, and you can choose what sounds good to you. So parents have enough back-to-school shopping and planning to do. HelloFresh will get your groceries and save you some cash with pre-portioned meals delivered right to your door. It's 25% cheaper than takeout, which is a good reminder to me, and less expensive than grocery shopping as well. Just choose your recipes and receive fresh pre-portioned ingredients so you can get cooking right away. There's so much variety. It's so delicious. Atticus loves it. Jonathan loves it. It has saved me so much time. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 Balanced Blonde and use the code 50 Balanced Blonde for 50% off plus free shipping. That is HelloFresh.com slash 50 Balanced Blonde, one word, and use code 50 Balanced Blonde for 50% off plus free shipping. Well, you know, everything that I do now is based off of the things that I experienced, you know, that was uncomfortable, you know. So I don't want to paint this picture that I had my son and it was this beautiful home birth, like physiological birth. No, it was hospital. It was epidural. It was Pitocin. It was everything that we're trying to get away from. And the same with plant medicine. I've had really beautiful journeys and there was this one that was like a death. And I was with people I knew for years. And I, with my human eyes, because I don't see things with my human eyes, but I did that day and I got to see these like beings. I call them like drive through window, like fast food version, like when I come in and just play around. And it was really traumatizing, but it's exactly what I needed to see. And I was guided every step of the way, like, don't move off your mat. You sit right here. You don't play in that realm. You don't do that. You know, it was like, go outside, be alone, get away from it. But it was wild. It was a wild ride. So after that is when I decided I'm going to hold space myself for people. So at retreats I do, and I do one-on-one. And then at the house I'm moving to on five acres, which I'm really excited about, I'm going to have smaller, you know, four people at a time and to just welcome women in and to be in this sanctuary and to be in this holding space where the fire can come out and also the softening of you to be able to relax and just be. Plant medicine is not supposed to be chaotic. It's not. I mean, the purging can happen, of course, crying and things like that. But I've never, ever held space for someone that lost their shit ever. Wow. It's being in integrity. So what we talked about and what my opinion was, was it's it's a it's a boundary issue and lack of integrity. 
because everybody is different. And so you have to take that into account. So if it's saying, oh, we're going to do this many and this many sessions, but that might not be true for everyone. You know, the idea is with plant medicines is that eventually you do not need it. That they're the mirror, they're the ally, they are you showing you to you. And then eventually you don't need any of that. You know, you are source energy. You have your own inner guidance and power and connection with that. And so my plant medicine journey didn't start until about four years ago. And my spiritual journey, you know, that was about the thyroid about that time, 2011, 2012. A big wave of people can say that too, about 2012. Yeah. 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 I bet. Yeah. So when we talk about the plant medicines that you work with, we're talking about, I'm guessing, well, you tell me, is it ayahuasca, psilocybin? Yeah. Not Aya? Mm-mm, not Aya. Okay. No, I don't feel called to Aya, but I do have an amazing friend in Peru who she lives there now and she used to live in Oklahoma and she went there and studies. Nope, psilocybin, hape, and then herbs. So Damiana is my favorite. Very much so opens up the sexual centers, very much for sexual healing, womb work, but psilocybin. Yeah. Amazing. And do you feel like you've reached the point in your journey where doing plant medicine is not necessary or do you do it with, because I know a lot of facilitators do it with the person that they're holding space for? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I just sit there for six to seven hours and I hold space and I create the field. No, I don't feel like I need to go in because I feel like I'm in there without taking it now. And where, you know, before I would just take mm, a journey for me is two to three to four grams. But for me, because I'm so sensitive, it was always like two and a half. And that just shot me off. Mm-hmm. Now I can do a lot less. Like I could do a gram. I could do half of that. And I could still meet people at that same space. And so then I was like, OK, now could I meet them in that space and not partake? And you absolutely can because you don't Mm -hmm. need that, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's with activating of what's already inside of you through breath and through just being still and and nature. Yeah. Nature really pulls it out of me in the same way. So Mm -hmm. I don't partake. I know lots of people that do, but if I did, it would be tiny, tiny little microdose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at. I mean, I don't hold space for people currently, but I think I will one day. I feel so cold and I was so devastated when we talked. I mean, not because of what you said to me, but I already knew my journey really deep into the plant medicine world, doing a lot of plant medicine felt like it was coming to a close and maybe there will be another cycle. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But for now, I feel I came, I saw, I did it. I conquered. I was in it for four years and here we are. Mm -hmm. And yeah, gosh, it's just... It's really interesting, but I completely agree with you. It lives inside of us. Mm -hmm. And looking at you now, you're such a mirror too. Like I'm seeing your face shifting. I'm seeing so much. (laughs) You're very open. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that way today, especially, you know, we think about astrology in the way of cycles and we're always going through many. I focus on seven with women and, you know, there's the questionnaire of, of all the things that happen emotionally, physically, injuries, and, you know, zero to seven, seven to 14. Right now I'm at the end of a really big 10-year, 12-year cycle. It's both terrifying and exciting 
But being out here and being inspired by such inspiring human beings like yourself and doing the work and holding space and and having many different perceptions and, and people on, you know, to having conversations like this, it it's really opening me up to letting go of the past in bigger ways. Because mm-hmm. when I was at home, even just like the last couple of days, it was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, here we go. Here's the big leap, you know? Yes, I feel it. Well, there's something in the air. Maybe you can tell us astrologically, everyone I know is going through something really massive. Mm-hmm. I mean, people who are tapped in, people in my life who feel the cosmos and they feel the energy of the world we're all going through something. I have a ton of friends going through divorces and breakups. I mean, everyone I know, <laughs> so many people. And myself, it's more internal, really dealing with childhood trauma. I have no choice. I'm not mm. trying to do that right now. I don't want to do that right now, to be honest. Mm. I wasn't, I, I thought I already did that. That's what's coming up for me right now. It's like heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Jupiter just went into Taurus. Mm-hmm. That's huge. You know, when, yeah. when we have Jupiter shift and we look at our house, you know, what house your Taurus is and yeah. what Jupiter's transiting through. But Chiron and Aries is a pretty big heavy hitter right now and will be mm. until 2026. So, Oh, wow. So that is the, the inner masculine. You know, that is who we think we are in the external and our drive and our passions. And someone with a Chiron and Aries can kind of feel like, I'm never going to get to be that in that place or that authority over my own life or is that going to happen for me? And so so it's big for the collective in a big healing way. But yeah, we're ending out really big cycles, especially when Jupiter shifts and the North Node shifts mm. in July. Oh, what does it shift into? Aries. Okay. So when anything goes into Aries, you're starting another 12-year, or not 12-year, but 12 cycles, right? So you start at Aries. And then we have 12 zodiacs. And so we go around. And so mm-hmm. so that's really big, you know. So we've been it's in North huge. Node Taurus. Wow. I was just counting out in my head. My Taurus is in my fourth house. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean Family. for me? So shifts or... Let's just, talk, well, you're talking about, you know, inner child work and mm-hmm. that coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the mother. It's our roots. It's, you know, the emotional security. And it can be land we live on. Mm-hmm. But... It's like when I look at someone's chart, one of the very first houses I go to is the fourth. Really? Yeah, because if if the Pluto or Uranus is in there, then I know there could have been a volcanic childhood, lots of upheaval, Uranus's individuation, you know, and sudden changes. So, so interesting. Yeah. Fourth house is pretty, pretty deep. Yeah, it is. My Uranus is in my 12th house. And that's that's intense too. That's an ending. Pluto in, wait, now I'm getting confused. Well, my Pluto's in Scorpio. I'm not sure which house. Yeah. Maybe the ninth house. And I'm not really sure. And Pluto's Scorpio is around people our age because mm-hmm, it's like a 14 mm-hmm. to 21 year exactly. cycle. Exactly. Yeah. How old are you? 37. 37. Yeah, I'm 32. Yeah. So I'll be 33 in October.
we have been talking so much more on this podcast about finances and money and abundance energy. I absolutely loved the podcast that we did with Ramit on this topic, and so did so many of you. It was one of our most downloaded episodes. So today, we are talking about Chime. Chime is a fantastic credit builder that I feel like everybody needs to know about. With Chime, you can build your credit scores safely with everyday purchases and on-time payments. Plus, there's no annual fee, interest, or credit check to get started. So truly, anyone can get started, which I love. With a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. And also, there is a fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. Overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe. When you set up a qualifying direct deposit, just set up that direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a purchase that extends your balance. Chime has no monthly minimum balances or overdraft fees, which is amazing. And you can access 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. So you can pay friends through Chime. You can send and receive money no matter what bank account they have and cash out your money fee-free. So start building up your credit, open a Chime checking account with at least a $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at chime.com slash balanced. That is chime.com slash balanced. The Chime Credit Builder Visa gift card is issued by Stride Bank NA member FDIC. Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawals fees may apply. On-time payment history may have a positive impact on your credit score. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Okay, so I am looking at my Karma water bottle right now with the Karma CBD infusion. I am so obsessed. So let me tell you about Karma water, the active ingredients found in pre-mixed vitamin drinks and kombuchas diminish sharply over time. But Karma's unique push cap protects vitamins and nutrients until you're ready to drink it, ensuring that you get the full nutritional benefits. Karma's new hydration kits combine everything that I love about the brand's ready-to-drink line of functional waters with an enhanced level of convenience and customization. Each kit comes with a four-week supply of Karma push caps that can be fully customized, and Karma designed a new BPA-free reusable water bottle specifically designed for its patented push cap. Customers can choose from a combination of Karma's three existing functional lines to create their customized kit. That is Karma Wellness Water, Karma Probiotic Water, and Karma CBD Water. They are a leading functional brand in the emerging health and wellness category. It is super distinct. It is the only brand that I've ever seen with this patented push cap technology. I just love staying hydrated, getting my probiotics, getting my CBD on, getting my wellness on. It is the best. So visit drinkkarma.com balanced and use code balanced at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. That is D-R-I-N-K-K-A-R-M-A dot com slash B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D. Use code BALANCED for 15% off your first order. Enjoy!
let's get deeper into that whole astrology conversation, evolutionary astrology. How did you get into that? And like, so for people listening, you did my medical astrology chart Mm -hmm. and that was fascinating. I still want to go back and listen to it actually, because I was in a weird place at that time. And I want to like listen to it now that I'm a little bit more on the other end. How did you get into it and what is it and how can people check it out? Well, evolutionary astrology was created by Jeffrey Wolf Green and sort of going hand in hand, also Stephen Forrest. So Stephen Forrest is my mom and I's mentor. My mom has been an astrologer since I was little and then over time evolved more into the evolutionary side. So Stephen Forrest, he's an amazing, amazing storyteller and teacher. I always suggest any of his books. But over the last 10 years is when I finally started getting into it because I was like, that was my mom's thing. And, you know, the spirit fairs in that world. And we, I've always grown up being around very psychic people and going to them. And I always knew, you know, they knew some things because they would say, you know, very true things. But I just kind of shunned it as well, just being, that's my mom's thing, not mine. And so... I call what we did cosmic mapping and where over time I'm like, okay, how do, what do I want to do with astrology though? What, what is my focus? How do I want to assist people with it? Because it's a never ending learning growth. You're never going to stop learning astrology. You know, Stephen Forrest, when I hear him talk, I'm like, what the hell? Oh my God, there's so much more, so much more to learn. And so, yeah, I started seeing these cycles where I started the seven-year cycles, Rudolf Steiner, he was one who speaks yeah, about Waldorf, that. Yeah, Waldorf, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so seven-year cycles. And then the medical, metaphysical anatomy aspect of it. And then, of course, a couple years ago, I got into German New Medicine because of my friend Jessica and found a really amazing mentor, Andy Lockmeyers, with German New Medicine. And then started getting more into the medical, metaphysical anatomy side. And metaphysical anatomy being... In our fascia, in our muscles, in our organs, we store pain and trauma. And that's being pulled to the surface through what we call disease and illness, you know, but that's, in my opinion, in German New Medicine, that's the healing phase of the body. Like, you don't say the problem is the fever. You say, oh, it's your body's healing, so it's coming forth. So when we look at everything, even my thyroid cancer, I was like, what was I healing from? So I started to see these links by women that I mentor, you know, because I do retreats, but then I'll do like three month mentoring because I'm like, we've got to do three to eight sessions. That's the minimum because we've got to go deeper in this. So I started having them map these seven year cycles of their life, you know, big things and also things that might not have seemed so big. Like we all have a teacher or a coach or someone who said, you know, something really fucked up and we remember it. And that little thing is trauma too. Like it seems little, but it's Mm -hmm. not. It doesn't have to be abuse, physical, mental, sexual, parents splitting up, you know, bones breaking, which they all have a purpose there, you know. Both, I broke both my arms at two different times. And the first time my parents were splitting up, the second time I was leaving elementary school, going into middle school, hitting that different phase of my life. So a break in a relationship is that. The way we look at that. So I started just mapping these with women at retreats and my friends and, you know, trying it out on my friends. 
And then I was like, there's something really powerful here. So then I got in with the astrology part and I'm like, okay, so if the fourth house is where your Taurus is and the Taurus is neck, thyroid, anything to do with the shoulders and any glands right here in our vocal cords, which I want to say earlier too, you know, our vulva and our vocal cords are mirrors. They are identical. They look the same. So when our sexual energy is suppressed, this is suppressed. Mm. And when that happens, we talk from up here in our throat instead of down here in the diaphragm. Yeah. And it drops in what Mm -hmm. we were talking about before. Mm -hmm. So I started seeing all these correlations and I'm like, this is so exciting. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Because you feel that excitement. You're like, this is my purpose. You know, so I, I would see, okay, that fourth house is family. That's the mother. That's the roots. That's the female lineage. You know, we talk about the female triad in in the chart, the feminine, which is Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, the water signs, and very matriarchal. And so I'm like, okay, and I can go to transit. So I'm like, what happened around this age? Or from zero to seven, what was something you remember the most traumatic? Okay, seven to 14, when a woman starts to menstruate in that time and you start to develop and shift, what's something that happened? Then I'll go to the chart and I'll see in what planetary bodies are in the houses those represent and they mirror and my mind is blown all the time that is mind-blowing and then how does german new medicine come into all this well dr hammer a german physician you know started forming german new medicine when he was alive and and he was doing it was a connection with him and his sudden loss of a son and then what he linked with the lesions in the brain and doing brain scans. And he would see the correlations of, oh, this traumatic, shocking event happens to us and this lesions in a certain part of the brain, and then it goes to a biological system. And then that biological system's running a program. Like I most definitely know I came in with an abandonment program and that's the kidneys and the kidneys is Libra and that's the skin as well, you know. Wow. And the skin is the most, it's the largest organ stretched out, you know, and it's its the barrier of relationship between us and the outer world. So it's always going to pull up what the internal, you know, inconsistencies are, imbalances, fears. You know, if you think about, of course, hormonal changes when we're teenagers, but it's the face. It's always the mm-hmm. face. It's acne on the face. It's like facing a new world and our changing body. And it's the most confusing time of our lives. So, yeah. It is all so fascinating. And I love how you work with all of it together. Mm -hmm. I mean, to tie together the evolutionary astrology with the medical stuff and the German new medicine, it blows my mind. And how do you know, like, that kidney is Libra and throat is Taurus? Like, how did that, what, what system does that come from? Well, medical astrology is the correlation of all the signs ruling different parts of the bodies and the meridians. And so then, you know, there's just this mapping that we do through that. And then later for me, it was German New Medicine, and I'm still learning that. And that piece to that has been really powerful because with the hanging healings and the things that are reoccurring, that's what I started seeing a lot of. And I'm like, okay, I want more understanding of this, you know. And so hanging healings being like every time this thing happens right after you get a cold sore. Every time this incident happens, you know, you get the flu or you have indigestion or. And so all that is correlated 
to, it's like, okay, let's map back to a week, two weeks right before a month, what just happened. And I started noticing it in people I was working with and myself. Of course, I'm the test subject first. And my son, of course, my 14-year-old mm-hmm. son. And so, like, I would do things, and he doesn't know this, but, like, even sneezing, you know, it's like it can be, like, this body's release of, of moving that energy mm-hmm. and or yawning. Have you ever been in a session with someone, working with someone, you can't stop yawning? So that's just the energy moving or burping or whatever it is. But I would jump out of somewhere and scare him because we always like to try mm-hmm. to scare each other and right after that within like five minutes he would sneeze really and i would hear him in the other room and i would just test things out like that interesting but the body's always clearing something mm-hmm. you know so i just knew it i'm like i don't buy this seasonal allergy bullshit and then giving this solution to problems that you know they're not really trying to fix and heal it was just like you know so what is the solution going deeper and understanding the metaphysical connection yeah yeah where it's like a program where oh that's abandonment or self-devaluation which we talked about Lyme disease and that yeah let's talk about Lyme disease we have a lot of listeners who struggle with either Lyme or something similar I think all of the autoimmune conditions are the same yeah (laughs) that's my opinion and very similar if not the same so tell me more about Lyme and the metaphysical connections you know Lyme is like burning the wick at both ends but it's also self-devaluation and I I told you I think about Shania Twain oh yeah Yeah. oh my god you did say that I need to watch her documentary that was like literally at the top of my list but that just goes to show you I've been in a vortex it's really good yeah yeah but that's Mm -hmm. you know and Lyme disease in German new medicine you know and the way that it's it's seen it's so it it supposedly comes from a tick bite but there are people that get diagnosed with Lyme disease that are not in the environments ever where it's like ticks are and so Mm -hmm. so I think there's something definitely always energetic going on too but so then but if we look at it like if it's a tick what what do ticks do they latch on, they suck blood. That's life force energy, right? So it's like if we're around a lot of people where we feel like we're getting the life force sucked out of us and doing things we don't want to do and constantly having to prove our worth and also our values based on our success and what we do and our output. So she's a really good example of that because that's something that she experienced. And then right after that, it does affect the vocal cords and she lost her voice and then really had to self-evaluate, okay, I'm not just here because of my voice and my singing ability. I'm much more than that. But, you know, the way in which her tone shifted and us talking about your voice and the different ways in which that it has shifted. But yeah, we work with that and then it comes back in a new form because we've been rebirthed. Mm-hmm. And it but, comes yeah. to teach us something. Mm-hmm. I feel it comes to teach us something. And burning the candle at both ends is the definition of my life. I try not to live that way anymore. Mm -hmm. That was the lesson that came through with Lyme in 2018. And I've been trying to not live that way ever since. But it's hard. It's hard in a city like this. It's hard in a profession like this one. Mm -hmm. And with the childhood stuff too. Mm -hmm. Like it's all so related. I was always praised for being an achiever and being 
kind of a perfectionist and smart and successful and even from a young age like achieving Mm -hmm. was the thing and it's very hard to disconnect from that and it served me well in in many areas in my life but it's also been the root of a ton of stress Mm -hmm. yeah and that self-devaluation comes from too typically we're raised in environments where it is about status and about achievement and and how well you can do something and so Everyone that has been diagnosed with Lyme that I've ever talked to had that in their family unit where it was like, you know, based upon that in some very type A, very left brain. And so what happens is, you know, for a lot of those people, it's like this happens and it slows you down. But what have you been doing that wasn't really for you? It wasn't a part of what you're supposed to be doing, but Mm -hmm. was handed to you. Mm -hmm. And I think for all autoimmune anything, the first thing that allopathy says is it's your body fighting against itself. And it's just, I really, really hate that. I hate that they, hate's a strong word, but I dislike very generously that they would even say that because the body is more complex and brilliant than any human will ever be able to explain, especially the brain, you know? Oh my God, the brain is... (laughs) So beautifully complex, Mm -hmm. as I have seen through ketamine, through ayahuasca, psilocybin, meditation, dreams. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Stuff going on in our brains. It's unreal. Yeah. And I agree with you. Our bodies are wise. Mm -hmm. And I believe in many lifetimes. I don't know about you. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So... Sickness is tragic. I don't wish it upon anyone. But I also understand as someone who's who was sick for many years and still struggles, this is my lifetime where I'm like, I'm getting some of these lessons. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely it's definitely helping my soul evolve. And I'm not saying for everybody listening, you have to be sick in order to evolve. No, no. We all have our lessons. And I think that's something that's been misconstrued. Mm-hmm. Whenever I say this was a gift for me, mm-hmm. it's been misconstrued. People are like, oh, she says you have to be sick and otherwise you're not spiritual. No, no. <laughs> we all have our thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've met many people that didn't have to go down this road, you know, and they had they have their own dharma and lessons to learn about it. But for me and the physical body and what I've learned through it, it's very Scorpionic. I have a ton of Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio moon, south node. And when we look at Scorpio or look at someone's Scorpio placements, that's a lot of chaos and upheaval and and what happened in lives before that sometimes we can bring over. And we're used to the chaos. We're used to the trauma. I love the word eroticizing our pain. You know, we're in it and we're like, I hate this, but this is my story and it's what I know. And so you know, for me, it's been alone. You know, I'm alone here. I don't belong here on this planet. Like someone from up there come save me, you know, those types of things. But I realized through getting closer with my body, which sickness does, you know, which birth does, it gets you so, so close to God. You're in the, you're in the void, you know, and we are a part of the void, but it gets you there. It's that portal. And when you're sick, all you can think about is being sick. When you have a fever or you're nauseous or you're in bed, you're not thinking about all the things that you need to be doing to impress other people. You're there. Mm-hmm. You're present. And when you feel that and, and plant medicine brings us here or even sweat, like going into sweat lodge, 
All you can think about is that heat and your breath. And that's it. And you get so close to Mother Earth and God and spirit, universe, whatever you want to call it, and you are so present. And that can become a turn-on, you know, and not our pain. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people that I work with, I have to just be really honest because that's, I mean, I'm just brutally honest. Like, where do you get off on it? Because I have had to face that myself. Where do I like the story of being alone? You know, and so now we come here to look at all those cycles and those Mm -hmm. patterns. And I think that our astrological blueprint, something that we created before we came to the degree, to to the minute, to the aspect, to the square, to the trine, to everything. And it was like, this is what we want to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. It's wild hearing you talk about this because I've known that with sickness and with Lyme, something that I felt subconsciously that I needed was to, in order to take a break, you have to be sick. (laughs) And so I would kind of fantasize almost about the time that I would get sick enough that I would have to take this huge break. And uh, yeah, it's awful because I didn't want to feel sick. I mean, it was the bane of my existence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It becomes an identity. Mm -hmm. That too. I quickly learn from working with people that that's now a part of their identity and are they going to allow me to be a mirror and help them unravel from that mm-hmm. or are they going to dig their heels in even more yeah I mean people have to be ready when they're mm-hmm. ready mm-hmm. I remember seeing a healer someone from Australia who's kind of one of those like master healers that comes into town and does this healing on everybody in the room and who knows I think it works for some people it didn't work for me but I had been recently diagnosed with Lyme and I can remember sitting there thinking I hope I hope he doesn't heal me I need this right now Mm -hmm. like you know to admit this is very vulnerable I don't like that I was thinking that and I didn't want to be sick it's a weird catch-22 it was like I finally had a name for all my pain, all my challenges. And I didn't want it to just disappear. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because my soul knew it it needs to teach you something. So it never would have disappeared because I wasn't ready. But the people in the room who were ready, maybe that was what they needed. And they connected with his his healing. Mm. Who knows? There's so many other questions I want to get to with you today. I was looking at your website and looking at the questions that you have on your website that you ask the women who are applying to mentor with you. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you some of them because I think that they're really, really interesting. And I wanted to hear your answers. And then you can tell us why you ask these questions too, because it's not a typical application. (laughs) Choose an element. I think that a lot of times we, we choose something that we want mirrored back to us, but sometimes we don't let it in. So when I ask about an element like earth, air, fire, water, it's like what we feel like we want and need. And are we allowing that to happen? So Mm -hmm. when someone chooses fire, I'm like, they want to unleash something. That dragon wants to be birthed. If it's earth, there's more of a, okay, we're in a physical human body. Let's be in it. You know, let's, let's sit in it. What are all the feelings that it's going to pull in? So, so what would you be today? Today? Mm -hmm. I would say earth. Yeah. Very much. Me too. Normally, I would say air because I am a triple Libra mm-hmm. with a Aquarius rising, Aquarius north node, 
Mars and Gemini. I'm an air girl. Mm-hmm. But I have so much of that. That's not really what I need. Yeah. I want to be grounded. Yes. And we have to be around those people that offer that mirror back mm-hmm. to us, which is what I feel like all of what healers are. Healers aren't, you know, doing something to you. They're having your field go to where their field is in that frequency and with that love and with that intent. And then they're asking you, come where I'm at. And I don't go where people are in their victim stories and in their, you know, all of that. So I'm like, come, come up here. Mm, it's a good view so from here. Powerful. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Choose a color, purple, blue, green, yellow, orange, red. I just associate those with different, you know, energy centers. So, so what would yours be? Right now, I think for, so if I'm looking at it from what I want more activated, it would be the root. So I would think about like that really beautiful, deep red, you know, anchoring like what I'm worthy of truly and like owning it and grabbing Mm -hmm. it. And today as we're talking, the North Node and Jupiter are in a conjunction in Taurus Mm -hmm. and almost the exact three degrees will be like over this the next day or two. So, you know, that doesn't happen often. Yeah. And so we all need to really grab that and utilize the hell out of it. How do we do that? Well, it's our values and our talents. And so what you do aligns you and, and what you feel passionate about aligns you with the people like you and I talking. Just like me being myself and being unapologetic about it and just also being extremely vulnerable and authentic is going to align me. But I have to feel worthy of that connection, that money, that you know group of people and friendships and all of that. Um, at the same time. so mm-hmm. Definitely. Worthiness is a huge piece. Choose an animal. Dove, dolphin, turtle, snake, hawk, lion. Yeah. So the different personal power aspects of a lion. Solitary. Doesn't apologize for its roar. Dove, peace, love. Mm-hmm. I very much see doves all the time. Think about my son. Turtle. It's like steady. Get slower. You know, snake. Metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. Shifting, changing. Mm-hmm. Kundalini. So I just kind of get a glimpse into people's psyche. And so it's also fun in games. It is fun. Yeah. I think I would choose dolphin. Play. Yeah, play. I could definitely use more of that. (laughs) I mean, there's other amazing questions. You guys can look at Britt's website to read through the rest of them. I think they're so good. Like you wake up tomorrow and money doesn't exist anymore. How would you create your day? Yeah. These are things that make me really think. But what would be your response to that question? Well, coming from a place where I've been in survival most of my life and I thought the nine to five was just the way that I was going to exist. And how do you get out of that? You Mm -hmm. know, it's like you're in this cage with the doors open the whole time. You know, you can fly out at any time. So I realized that, yeah, I wanted to be able to do what I wanted to do and wake up, have slow mornings, be able to breathe, be able to watch the sunrise if I wanted to and take things slow, but then every single decision that I made and person that I was working with, either on their chart or one-on-one or at a retreat, that I was giving them all of myself. But how was I going to be able to do that when I'm at a place that I don't like, that feel like is sucking my life force energy out of me? And then, you know, simultaneously, I was living a nine to five because I worked in the world of allopathy. I got to see that side of it. Oh, did you? I did. What did you do? I worked in many different departments, professional liability. I worked for an eye doctor once, executive offices, 
And yeah, I got to see all that side of it. And then simultaneously in 2015, I started hosting retreats and doing one-on-ones and, and I dove deeper into that. So I was living a double life and then raising a child by myself. So also to all the women listening who want to jump and leap and do this and, and do what they're really passionate about or coaching or in the health, Saturn is in Pisces. You know, that's, that's a really good time right now in the next couple of years. But know that even if you have kids, even if you're a single parent, it's possible. And you just keep going and you keep putting the work in and you keep showing up. That's the thing, you know, in your communities, doing community events, going to things that like make your pit sweaty and get uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But you have to get uncomfortable. But leaving that and knowing that I could live this life and that I was worthy of it. There aren't excuses, you know, get rid of the excuses. Oh, but, oh, but that's the ego. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't come from wealth and money and, you know, like quite the opposite. And it just, what is wealth? What is that to you? Because mine is now looking outside of my bedroom window and seeing these trees and seeing this land and seeing my son be able to go through his last four years with me in you know my home with me as he's going to be 15 this year and that this is what I've wanted for the last couple years is to have this room to breathe in this openness so we have to open this our Mm -hmm. throat we have to open our heart and if you have a womb it's got to be expressed through that how do we express our womb tell (laughs) us through the throat through the speaking and this is my personal opinion, but I'm going to just go ahead and say it here. But get off of birth control. Get off of anything synthetic if you can. And that's my own personal mm-hmm. lived experience. Mm-hmm. Go back to trusting your body without that, anything synthetic. Because then when you learn your cycle and when you learn those four phases that happen every single month, it is a power like you have never, ever felt. And on my journey, I started being around women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. So when I was in my 20s, I was around the ones who were going through that sage phase. Mm. And they are no bullshitters. Mm -hmm. And they will look at you and be like, oh, are you liking that story you're telling? Or do you want something different? Wow. I know. That's how I see you, by the way. I know you're 37, Mm -hmm. but you definitely give older vibes. I mean, you look young and youthful and radiant and amazing, but it's it's wise mm-hmm. what I what I feel coming from you. And when we were on Zoom together, I would have guessed that you were older than you are. Mm. And seeing you in person, I'm like, she's my age. She's <laughs> young. I don't know. And maybe that's what I needed to see that day. Someone yeah. come through who had that wisdom. And it's true. My friend that I trust the most is is 42. She knows what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to go through initiations and not all those have to be super traumatic, but they're mm-hmm. our own lived initiations and experiences. So I think the the biggest superpower as a woman for my own lived experience is being able to trust your own body. Mm-hmm. And when you do that and you know it, and I, I know to literally almost the hour sometimes where, you know, I'm going to start menstruating or I'll know when I'm ovulating. There's no, there's no bigger power than that mm-hmm. of being embodied. So that's how I view embodied and it's very sacred and personal. And I also too want to say things too in regards to surgeries because we've had them and that's a ceremony too. You know, 
So I don't think anything is by coincidence. I don't think anything is quote unquote wrong. They're just experiences. Some of them are very undesirable and some of them have karmic ramifications Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that people who are living a life hurting others will have to repay. But I think that that can be a ceremony too. So forgiveness and moving through shame, that's also how you take your power back. Mm -hmm. Wow. So for the people listening who are struggling with an autoimmune disease or cancer or whatever Mm -hmm. they might be dealing with, if you could give them one tip, what would it be? I would say congratulations. And can you see it from that place? And can you now sit still and in your power? And what do you really want? And what changes need to be made? And you're at this place where there's no more bottom. You've hit that. So congratulations. Now the only way is to go up and forward. Mm -hmm. And so what needs to be expressed from you? You know, and I think that we all came here to live extraordinary lives. And some people might want simplicity that can look ordinary where it's like, oh, I just want some land and chickens and I don't need to do anything else and be seen or heard or do what, you know, we are doing, you and I. But it's still not ordinary Mm -hmm. because what they're doing on land is leaving a forever energy mark. And so I hope that even when people don't see like what we're doing, or I could never do that or have conversations or be seen in that way. But what you're doing through even just the mindset of I'm living an extraordinary life shifts that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really powerful. I saw something recently. It was a quote that said, true success is a calm nervous system. Mm -hmm. That speaks to me. Yeah. That's the goal. That is my goal. And it's not something that I felt very often in my life. Mm -hmm. And when you think of it that way, no wonder I got sick. And now that's my main priority. You feel so grounding to be around, by the way. I would guess that you were an earth sign, but I know that you're a Sag. That has been, you know, work in progress through aging and through maturity and through life experiences Mm -hmm. that brought me to my knees. Mm -hmm. So thank you for saying that as a reflection. I've worked really hard with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And do you know your human design? Yes. Two, four, generator, triple split, quad right, right angle, cross of rulership. Wow. Two, four. I have a lot of two, fours in my life. My son is a two, four. My mom is a two, four. Mm. He's a manifesting generator. She's a projector. Two, three of my best friends are two, fours. Mm-hmm. It's a good. I'm a four, six reflector. Mm. Yeah. So... It's, yeah, I think the four sixes and the two fours, we understand each other. Mm -hmm. The final question I want to ask you today, and then like 100% you're coming back on. So (laughs) Topanga, it is all over again. Maybe (laughs) I'll be living there by then. How can people work with you? I'm sure there's so many people listening who want to work with you. My website is Brit-Johnson.com. And my Instagram is Venus underscore rising underscore because my rising sign is Libra, ruled by Venus. Tried to change it, but I'm like, there's no open availability for my name yeah, on there. Yeah, it's become impossible, let me say. I think every single username is taken. It is, yeah. It's crazy. I but, like yours. Yeah, and there's some fake accounts out there that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. try to mimic, but I post in my stories all the time and do live, so just look out for that one. But 
me after my website, you know, I really, really enjoy now the cosmic mapping and and working together with people for longer, extensive time. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. This was amazing. We could go on forever. (laughs) One other question. Where can people learn more about German New Medicine? LearnGNM.com is a really great resource and they have an index and you can go to the index and look up all the different injuries, disease. But I really, really love Andy Lockmere's and you can just Google her and find her. And she's an amazing teacher. And once, once you do the prerequisite and just do that, you can get on her monthly or weekly Monday calls and they'll, she'll just riff about things that are topic and, and the body and the systems and, Do you feel like it's connected at all to Louise Hay and her work? Like you can heal your life. She has all of those metaphysical connections to each disease. Yeah, I see that more as the metaphysical anatomy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's a really amazing book by Yvette Rose, Metaphysical Anatomy. Okay. Yeah, it's huge. I have to read it. But yeah, I would say that she's more on the metaphysical side as Dr. Homer was very much the brain and that receptor that it is and then what it would channel through the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. So it's very much more physiological rather than metaphysic. But Okay. I mean, there's so much to learn here. I'm like, what? No, I understand. I completely follow, but I'm fascinated mm-hmm. by it all. I don't. Okay. this. I'm still talking, but we're going to wrap <laughs> it up. One other question. And I, I really didn't even want to say this or talk about it, but I'm going to because you're the right person to ask. When I talk about German New Medicine, a few people have said to me, I can't believe you're talking about this. It's affiliated with Nazis. Oh, no. No, I'm Jewish. You know, like, is this, I can cut this part out. I just, I don't, I hate getting the naysayers and I just want to tell them what's up. Yeah, I mean, that's valid. I've never seen that association with it, but I also want to say this. I don't follow every single thing about anything same so i just because we're talking about german new medicine for example doesn't mean that we're like living with the creator of it i mean he's not even alive they changed it i think from german new medicine they call it something different Mm -hmm. now as well because of that what do they call it i don't remember because i've seen like two different versions but yeah i would have to look that up but i think that's probably why because of that Mm -hmm. but no, and he even went into hiding at the end of his life because of what he was healing and how he was healing people. But there are some things that I don't really vibe with necessarily with German New Medicine, honestly, you know. So I'm just very discerning in that way. I see the connections and I see where there's programs running and I see, oh, this is what he found. But, you know, when it comes to certain diseases, you know, I, I don't agree completely that there are things that just aren't in existence in the way that German new medicine. But the mind is the powerful thing. You know, Bruce Lipton's my favorite. With oh, this. he's the best. That's what I was reading the whole time I was in Costa Rica, his books. Yeah. So, you know, he talks about churches that grew up drinking strychnine and getting bit by rattlesnakes. And those people were so, you know, just absorbed within, well, God will protect us and they don't die you know, right. and that's how powerful the mind is. So, mm-hmm. so you have to be discerning whether it be, cause there's so many different types of astrology mm-hmm. and there's people that come to me all the time and they're like, actually, you know, it's not a uh, Gemini season. I just want you to know that, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, cool. 
Right. Because everyone's entitled to their own approach. But they all exist. Yeah. Well, we all live in our own realities. Mm -hmm. That's something I'm learning more and more every day. Yeah. I try to blend my reality with whoever I'm with and then we create our own. But that's not even always possible, depending on who you're with. And what a beautiful thing. Yeah. That you see that flower differently than I see the flower. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows if we're all even seeing the same colors. I walk into rooms and I'll mess with my mom. She's a Pisces and not fire at all. And I'll be like, how many people in this room do you think aren't real? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Then we think in the same ways. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Everyone listening, check out Brit, all of her incredible offerings, her retreats. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.